yes. Welcome on, everyone, to tonight's Sixers game recap as the Philadelphia 76ers have a great performance. This was an all-round team victory over the Sacramento Kings. They destroyed them. They dominated them. And it was like the midst of a second quarter. The Sixers put Demontis Sabonis in a horrible spot where they get him into foul trouble. This, the freaking Kings are going now to the third string center. And the Sixers behind James Harden, behind great team ball, they shot the lights out here tonight. They got some turnovers, and the Sixers were dominate, dominant. I'm sorry. Excuse my English. But I, I, it's so funny because now I'm starting to see, I told you this team is good and, all, and, and this and that and all this praise for the Philadelphia 76ers when we were just here literally a week ago in the morning time talking about how the the rockets loss was what it was we didn't we didn't defend the loss but what we said was that the there's evan flows with the nba season and i literally called it that a week later the sixers would look like a team that they're supposed to look like and everyone's going to stop freaking out well my my prophecy is correct because everyone is done freaking out everyone is praising the crap out of the philadelphia 76ers here is here, here is the, the 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 truth of the matter this team definitely has not been playing to what the level is of, of what they have on the roster. That is not to be debated. But again, there this is a long season. And with the talent that this team has, it should be much better. It should be a team competing with the tops of the Eastern Conference. But it certainly was going to take some time. Am I, am I here to defend Doc Rivers? 100% not. Y'all should know me to not do that. But this team has way too much talent for it to squander anything. The one thing that does concern me still is what this team will look like in the playoffs, but we can't worry about that right now. You got to take care of step by step. This was a great victory all around. You got you got shooting. You got solid defense. You got ball movement. You got points galore. Everything was working well here for the Philadelphia 76ers. And I'm excited. And I'm happy to talk about it. This was a great win here tonight. And I don't know what to expect from the Sacramento Kings. Obviously, a different Kings team. God, we had the same amount of wins. But obviously, we this is a team that we've obviously dominated. And I still say thank you for the pick swap. <laughs> How can you not? How can you not? Um, and what we saw was this Sacramento Kings team, although it is much better, and you give credit to Mike Brown and, and the Kings team, they made, they've turned this team around and it, it looks like a much better team, but they still are missing pieces. When Sacramento couldn't control and dictate the pace of this game and had to play a little bit of defense and had to kill a Sixers run because the Sixers were just on fire, they couldn't do that. And they still have work to be done. And that's great for the Sixers. But still work is to be done for our Philadelphia 76ers. Well, we will see what happens here, guys, with this team. It was a it was a fun night here, though, guys. It, it, it really was. And coming off of the Joel Embiid 53-point absolute domination, my God, it, this, was, it, this was a great one to come back to because you. one thing I always tell you guys, I know Joel Embiid can dominate games. We've seen it countless of times that Joel Embiid can dominate games. But you, this team is at its best is when this team is moving the ball. This team is dictating the pace of the game. Joel Embiid is a beast, and we know that. But, you know, how about use that as your wild card in your back pocket? You know what we always talk about with the birds? When you need to get control of a football game, you run the damn ball. 
when you need to control a basketball game, you feed the beast, Joel and Beast, to be exact here, ladies and gentlemen. So we shall see uh, what goes down here for our Philadelphia 76ers. Guys, I want to formally welcome everybody here to tonight's Sixers game recap. Of course, I'm your host, El Parcero Philly, the United of All Things Sports and Culture in the beautiful city of Philadelphia. Guys, the comment section is open right now. If you watch tonight's game, I would love to hear what you guys have to say about the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, anything about tonight's game, anything about the Sixers, anything about the NBA, throw it in the comment section. We do have the link in the comment section as well uh, to come on in the show if you guys are interested. I would love to hear from you guys. Copy and paste that bad boy, and we'll get you guys coming in a little bit later in the show. We do have the new link to the TikTok, guys. We are three followers away from bringing the show back to TikTok Live. Really would appreciate if you have not already. Make sure you guys follow. If not, share that link out. Would really appreciate it, guys. And, uh, yeah, absolutely, guys. Uh, we would love to be back on TikTok Live, so make sure you guys show some love and and, ch and check it out there. But, obviously, Sunday, uh, I wasn't able to check out that game. Uh, we were all eagled up. We actually had a Philly sports triple header as the Flyers were in action as well. Um, but, you know, obviously a 50-point game, by 53-point game by Joel Hans and beat another one this season. That was definitely – uh, what you kind of wanted to see after the Lakers game blew a nine point lead in the midst of seconds. Uh, but great way to bounce back here against the Charlotte Hornets. Listen, the Hornets are what they are. And one thing I will say about this basketball team, it's great that they're getting great wins at home and they look like an absolute Eastern conference contender when they're at the Wells Fargo center, but they still need to fix the road woes. Look, some of the, that road trip that they had, uh, Cleveland, Houston, where am I? Oh, Sorry, it was Cleveland, Memphis, and then Houston. That was unacceptable. They need to still figure out how to win games away, away from the Wells Fargo Center. But the way you do that is you lay the groundwork and you find out who you are as a team, which I don't think that this team still has found that. I still I still don't think that. But what you did tonight is something that you can definitely emulate. Now, look, I think tonight you had the mental gain over the Sacramento Kings. I think that's really the big big deal and you tested the depth of the Sacramento Kings but every single little thing that makes Sacramento dangerous the Sixers shut it down they put Sabotis into foul trouble Kevin Herter was was not was 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 not really effective in this game and look we know Kevin Herter very well here in Philadelphia oh we do I still remember what he did to us again as at, when he was a member of the Hawks and by the way listen I, I couldn't believe that the Hawks got rid of Kevin Herter, but it did make sense when you think about it now because of the piece that they have added onto the team. And Kevin Herter definitely deserved an opportunity to start. And I think that him being in a place where he can just go out and ball, he doesn't have a restriction. He's trusted. He's getting a lot of minutes. He's a starter. He's got a headband now. He wears number four. I don't even recognize this Kevin Herter from Maryland. But... He was one guy who's been a big part of them, what they've been doing. They got they got their small uh, – I'm sorry. They got their stretch four that they needed. Uh, Sabonis is obviously solid center. Rashawn Holmes has been relegated to like a backup center role, and it, it, it's it been working well. They got this Keegan Murray who's a really good wing player as well, and De'Aaron Fox has really had to – you know, he hasn't been relied upon a lot uh, this season. And he's been able to facilitate the ball. And it seems like that's what he's more comfortable at when he's more of the facilitator and the dictator of the game. Uh, and obviously, listen, we know he's a really fast point guard. And wanting to see how the Sixers would kind of slow that down was definitely going to be big. 
Now, to start off this game, Sacramento definitely wanted to start off quickly. Um, they were get, get, they were back and forth with the Philadelphia 76ers. Sixers would find a way to kind of pull forward here. Um, and then the foul tr- trouble started happening for Sabonis near the end of the fourth quarter. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, near the end of the first quarter. And then the Sixers kind of turned it up in the second quarter. Um, they dropped 41 points, ladies and gentlemen, in the second quarter. And they just shot the absolute lights out. And it really started with James Harden in that second quarter. My God, the steals as well was a big part of it too, but James was knocking down shots, hitting down some floaters. The 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 three at the buzzer at halftime, my man's walk, he hits a jumper, walks right off into the tunnel like nothing happened. <laughs> and it was freaking great. And of course, you saw Joel Embiid. Everyone was getting involved though. Shake Millen was, get, was getting his too. Um, even Matisse Thibel, Matisse got the start, which I didn't think would happen. Uh, D'Anthony Melton didn't play tonight. Lower back injury definitely sucks, but hopefully he will be okay. He's been battling with that um, throughout the past couple weeks. And so um, it, it, when it's flaring up, you, you definitely got to sit him down. That is that is 110% the, the fact of the matter. Um, but the Sixers were able to just pull, pull away in the second quarter. And really, they did not look back. Um, they kept, they continued their dominance in the third and the fourth quarter. And even when the Sacramento Kings would go on a run, Sixers would hit a big jump, big three, whether it was from George's Niang or, or, um, I'm sorry, uh, James Harden, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, shake Miller, whoever it may be, it, it just, the, the, the Kings just have the opportunity, um, to kind of, to, to get, kind of get back here. Um, George Niang was freaking. There was one one moment where George Niang hits a three, uh, then he starts talking crap to the assistant. <laughs> listen, I appreciate George's kind of moxie. Listen, he's not scared of anybody, and he definitely shouldn't be. He hits a three, um, and then on the other end, uh, Montrez Harrell gets a block. Absolutely, I think it was on on Davian Mitchell. I have to double check. Um, and then on the other end, Tobias Harris with the yams. And he was another one that was great as well, and he was doing a, a little bit of everything here tonight too, whether it be the iso ball, quick, uh, quick release shots, corner shots, especially uh, in transition, he's been big too. Defensively, he had this one drive the day. Uh, Darren Fox is driving on Tobias Harris, and Tobias with that quick hand gets that ball out of Darren. The Sixers did a great job of neutralizing Darren Fox. It was it was truly great to, to kind of watch, and just overall, this team. Um, one thing that worried me, I did see that the Kings had the athletic ability. And that's one thing the Sixers have struggled against with athletic teams that can move the ball and, and dictate the pace of the game. And tonight, I think that a lot of it had to do with the fact that Sacramento couldn't knock down shots, but then in turn, um, the Sixers were knocking down their own and they were moving at the pace that they wanted to. Now in the first quarter, the, the Sacramento Kings got, I think it was like seven offensive rebounds to one to, to the Sixers. And that's obviously something the Sixers have needed to work on. And that definitely turned it uh, turned around um, as the Sacramento Kings just could not knock down anything here tonight. Um, and it was definitely one of the big difference makers here uh, as Sacramento would, would struggle with that one. But um, overall, the Sixers finished uh, with four with four offensive boards. I thought it was going to be a lot more, but you know when when Sacramento is just not knocking down the shots and getting and, and more importantly, um, turnovers. Turnovers are big for the Sacramento Kings. 
17 turnovers. I mean, that's just that's just absolutely absolutely terrible. And 23 uh, fast break shots here for the Sixers um, definitely was a was a big factor here tonight as well. But um, when I, when the Sixers kind of just get into the head of the Sacramento Kings, I mean, it's just it's just done at that point. Um, James Harden tonight, to me, is the player of the game. He finishes the night with uh, t- with 21 points. Uh, he gets himself se- uh, seven boards, 15 assists, five steals. Um, I think it was uh, right before I hopped on in. I obviously still have the the recording or the yeah the, the recording going. So the six post game show comes on um, as I'm about to hop on in. Amy Fadul gives me this great stat that I wanted to kind of talk about here today. Uh, since 2015, there's been four players who've had 20 points, 15 uh, assists, and five steals. Four times it's happened in the NBA since 2015. All four of those times, it's been done by the beard. By the beard. And obviously, the triple-double against the, sh- the Hornets on Sunday. And then tonight, he gets 21, 15, and 5. 21 points, 15 assists, five steals. Dude, it's so crazy to me that I literally heard after the Rockets game, people literally thinking that James Harden is still garbage. The old James, the James Harden we saw last year is what we're getting now because my man missed 14 games and then comes back and looks rusty as all hell against the Rockets. Guys, the listen, there's no denying that James Harden is older. Yes, he's older. He's in his 30s. We know this, but you cannot tell me that he's regressed more than what happened last year. Like the beginning of the year, he looked great. He looked explosive. His jumper was knocking down. More importantly, James Harden, the way he's the most effective is when he's getting others involved in which he did here tonight. You know, we talk about moving the pace, dictating the pace. I know that James Harden loves the half-court offense. But if you are moving and you you got good off-ball game, he will find you. There was one moment where that's it was like it was one of those plays where I'm like, that's the type of stuff I need to see more of. Joel Embiid at the key just decides to just sprint to the basket. James finds him, and Joel just yams. Tobias Harris had one like that too. And with Tyrese Max, he's healthy. That's, that's what James and, and Tyrese should be doing. James Harden is going to be fine. And this offense, why I wasn't too concerned about the offense, because I know what I have in our backcourt. And I know when those guys are are, 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 are running at a full cylinder, between James Harden dishing, knocking down threes, and Tyrese Maxey looking like Flash out there, it's hard to stop. And it was so impressive. You know, we talk about pace. How the Sixers kind of slowed down De'Aaron Fox with, with without. Anthony Mellon, and without Tyrese Maxey. I think, to me, that's pretty impressive. 13 points? I'm going to take that. 100% I'm going to take that, guys. And he also had three turnovers. Uh, it was it was really, really, really great to see. Um, so, bonus, I'll give him credit. Four t- fouls, and yet he still had 22 points. He was still... he Listen, he, he's fit. And I'll say this about the Kings team. They have put together a solid basketball team. You got size, you got athleticism, you got guys who can shoot the ball. Yet you kind of still lack like superstar power. They're fifth in the West right now. 
Do I think they'll be fifth? They'll finish fifth in the West? No, I really don't. I couldn't see them making it as like a seventh, eighth, if not being one of the, being one of those teams in the playing round. But certainly a different team. But it's still young. Mike Brown, a really good coach. Still, I, I really still hold Mike Brown to a high regard. Listen, what happened? So what? He he goes back to Cleveland. They fire him if I'm if I'm not mistaken, and then, or no, before that, it was he goes to the Lakers, right? <laughs> oh my God, who remembers this? Steve Nash, Kobe Bryant, may he rest in peace. Dwight Howard, he had to coach that team. No, I'm, no, that was that was Dan I'm all mixed up here with the with the Lakers and their past, but Mike Brown, in general, good coach. He's got an opportunity here to build a team, and obviously, listen, the culture in Sacramento is pretty damn bad. Over the last decade, he's got these guys believing. Now we'll see what happens. We have to face off against these guys again because I'm sure they're gonna want to get some revenge. But you know, it, it is what it is. Um, Joel Embiid, 31 points here tonight again, dominating. And and listen, when you got Joel Hans Embiid, how do you stop him? It's really hard to. Um, and it, it, you just you just flat out can't. Uh, 31 points, seven boards, uh, two assists here tonight. Um, Joel Embiid just continued doing his thing, but. Um, when you got the whole team being engaged, getting involved, it was, it was actually, it's, it's, it's when they're at their best. It, it truly is. I, I know it's like a no brainer, but I mean, too many times you watch this team. It's like, Oh, just feed Joel and beat the ball. Let him get his 53 points and we'll get the dub. And it's like, that's not how you're going to beat the good teams. You may beat the Charlotte Hornets. You may beat the Orlando magic. Yes. But in a seven game series, you're not going to beat the Boston Celtics. You're not going to beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Like you, you got to find. You're not going to beat the Miami. You got to find um, teamwork. That's all it is. And and tonight was one of those. Um, Tobias Harris, 21 points. Uh, he had nine assists, seven boards. Uh, you had 12 from George Niang. Uh, George Niang, four of eight from the three point line. He's he's just on fire. He's having a much. He's having a better season this year. Than last year from the three point line. That's why you have George Niang to shoot that three ball. Shake Milton again making some tough shots. He's getting himself involved in the game. Thirty two minutes. I figured he would get a significant amount of time with no D'Anthony Melton in the game. Uh, Matisse Thibel was more situational, but Matisse Thibel, listen, is he back? Is he making his case? I don't know. But what was it uh, against the Lakers? He had three threes, and then in this one, he's got th- another three three game. 15 points in total. He's making his case. He's making his case. And listen, it's not like Daniel House has really lit up the house as, as a wing player. If you can get offense, any type of offense from a T-style, you play him because you know what you can get him from him as a defender. And so don't even think that he's fully back per se as a defender, but um, for sure, it's definitely great to kind of see him. P.J. Tucker, he got six points. Y'all happy with that? That's what you wanted. Offense, right? No, but in all seriousness, look, I've noticed P.J. Tucker's work. I, I do notice, and it's the regular season too. I don't feel, I don't, I don't expect him to go all out. I don't expect him to be diving into the fifth row for a rebound. No, I don't expect that. I do want more offense from him. And I know he's a little bit limited. You know, you do play him in the small ball, and sometimes you're going up against bigger centers. And, you know, he's playing the, the stretch forward, and he's out in the wings. And 
He's not if he's not knocking down the corner three, not really much else going on. But you love seeing that hard work kind of paying off with some offense because I hate seeing my dude getting criticized in that way. It, it just it just flat out um, is not what I want to see. You know, straight up, just not what what I want to see. Uh, what's up, bearded knowledge? We got bearded knowledge in the building. Great W, absolutely, man. Great W for sure. Uh, got to stack, got to stack them now. And listen, a- absolutely, like you want to continue this this form of play. Uh, but it, the thing is, is that it's it's a long season. It's a long season with some new pieces. There's going to be ebbs and flows with the season. One thing I will say again that these guys need to figure out how to win away from the Wells Fargo Center, and that is. That is noted. That is 110% noted. But three straight wins at home. And what can we take away from these wins? I think that more importantly, like I even look at the Lakers game where, look, you did blow a lead, but I mean, Lakers are obviously playing a a little bit better as well. Um, But this team needs the offense specifically needs to flow through the backcourt. Like that has to be the thing. And when the offense is producing and you have offensive players and you hear from these guys, the talent is here. We know these guys are good. They have to go out and execute on every single night, every single game. But this team, this this offense needs to go through the backcourt. And when you're knocking down shots and you're going back and running back and playing defense, and listen, you have one of the best rim protectors in the game, Things will change. Now, next game, it's going to be a good test. You got the Warriors. Obviously, reigning champs. And last year, when they came into Philly, it's the Matisse Diable game. It's going to be a good test. See exactly where you're at. Another primetime game. And another opportunity to prove yourself. Get that ball movement going. They're going to test you. And we'll see how they how they will respond um, on, on that one as well. Um, I've been getting the question about Tyrese Maxey. To be quite honest, you haven't heard much. All I do know is that he's been off the sling. Um, let's see here. So two days ago, it looks like Doc Rivers gave an update. Um, okay. All right, so it looks like, um, well, first off, it's been cra- it's crazy to think that Tyrese Maxey has almost been out a month. It's wild to think. But it looks like, um, well, obviously, the left foot fracture is what's, what's been going on with Tyrese Maxey. But um, it looks like the, pro- the, the, the goal is to have him before the Christmas holiday. Now, for everyone keeping track of it, Christmas is in 12 days guys 12 days so we got the knicks on christmas day could we get a maxi return for christmas day we'll see if that that'll be the case but for right now boot is off obviously saw him on the sideline again here tonight i know he's itching to get back but it looks like christmas day uh is probably going to be um the timetable for return for for mr uh, tyrese maxi so we'll see. Obviously, it'd be great to have him back in there, get him integrated with the team again. Uh, obviously, I don't, I don't think there'll be too much of a, of a coming back period. You know, like a, a, a getting acclimated period. But we'll see what happens with Tyrese Maxey. But um, this, the more he, the, the quicker he comes back, the quicker these guys can play together, 
and uh, get their chemistry back up. But I, I think that this team is heading in the right direction. I know people are still, uh, you know, on the fire Doc train, which I, I, I can't fault you for feeling that way because I, I still don't trust Doc Rivers myself. But the fact of the matter is he's not going anywhere, and so the team has to figure out how to win with what they have now. I, I could see Daryl Morey making a move at the deadline time. I keep telling you guys that getting a wing player is what this team should be focusing on, but we're going to have to wait and see to, uh, for what that happens. So we'll see what happens on Friday night as well uh, as we face off against the uh, Golden State Warriors. Uh, but, guys, that's going to do it for tonight's Sixers game recap. Again, the Sixers taking it to the Golden, I'm sorry, to the Sacramento Kings, 123-103. to We're off to face the Warriors. Reminder that tonight's Sixers game recap was sponsored by Lots Rain Watches. If you folks are in the market for a brand new watch, consider checking out Lots Rain Watches. High quality watches at a bargain price. Right now, when you use my promo code to the checkout page, Barcelo Philly, you'll receive 10% off of your purchase of a Lots Rain watch. So, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you guys check out Lots Rain and take and take advantage of this great deal. We're available wherever you stream podcasts from Apple, Google, and Spotify. Find us under Oin Philly Sports. Make sure you guys hit the like button, subscribe for more Philly sports. And until next time. I go by the name of El Parcero Philly, and I'm telling you guys, let's go Sixers. Talk to you guys soon.